We at Drunken Outsiders are a proper age to drink. We do not condone or approve of any underage drinking or any driving of sorts while under the influence. Please enjoy our episode. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Drunken Outsiders. I'm your host, Devin. Howdy ho! And this is my other host, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) And today we will be talking about Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Lovely place, I've heard. Lovely place, didn't this time of year. (laughs) So what are you drinking? Oh, one-handed. I'm drinking some of this strawberry rhubarb cider. Mm. Caught just this other day. I think I had another cider not too long ago. That passion pineapple one right there. Oh, yeah, that's right. I I wasn't too bad. This one. Mm. What's that one? I don't even know what rhubarb tastes like. It's a bit sour. Oh. That is rhubarb. a rhubarb. This is. Um, oh. I don't know. I don't exactly know what rhubarb tastes like. Because. Huh. What rhubarb um, tastes like? You know what rhubarb tastes like? <laughs> what does rhubarb taste like, Devin? Tastes like iron. <laughs> Well, today I'm drinking that uh, Angry Orchard Hard Cider. They have a green apple version. Oh, it's your favorite. Yeah, it's really good, too. Oh, yeah. Tastes like green apples. Yeah. Does it bring you back, Does it bring you back to the orchard? Yeah. Back with Mom Pa. <laughs> Mom Pa. Picking apples all the time. Apple pie. Fuck <laughs> off with your pie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now on you just don't like pie in general? No. Hmm. And even apple pie. Well, I know you didn't like pie of sorts, but I thought it revolved mostly around like peach pie or no coconut pie because it's like combination of those like two things or so that you don't like. Nope, I just don't like pie in general. Okay. Any kind of pie. What? Any kind of pie. Any kind of pie. I mean, if I made like a Reese's pie, that'd probably be good. Chicken pot pie. Oh, fuck chicken pot pie. You don't like chicken pot pie? I don't like peas. I mean, you can make them without peas. <laughs> Can't buy them without peas, and I'm not <laughs> going to go make my own pies, so... Okay. Okay, so now on to Chernobyl. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in the northern Ukraine. It's close to the border of Belarus. But they make tractors there. They make tractors there? Yeah, my dad has one. Dad has a Belarusian tractor. Yep. It's even called Belarus. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Got it from Belarus? Yeah. When that happened? I don't know. Oh. I just know it's from there. Just know it's from <laughs> Belarus. Perfect. <laughs> Check it for radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Belarus. In the region of Klev Oblast. Oblast? Klev Oblast. Probably. I have no idea. It's basically... A hundred kilometers north of the city of Kiev, mm. which is the capital of Ukraine. All right. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's the accent they speak there, but... No, that's like <clears throat> Swedish. Yeah. You say north of Kiev? Yeah. A hundred mm. kilo- kilometers. What's that in miles? 
Oh, looking it up? Yeah, it's about 62 miles. Alright. It's about an hour's drive north. Hmm. If you're going in a straight direction, straight I don't line. know. I don't know what the roads like are. It's a lot of forest area, so oh. I imagine it's winding. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 60 miles. So, it's the world's greatest nuclear disaster as of today. Not that anything's going to happen today, but it's just the greatest nuclear accident in all of human history. Sounds like a challenge to me. A challenge? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to start the biggest nuclear reactant now. Oh, uh, we're going to start the Cold War of nuclear accidents? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go bigger and better. Well, I mean, there was the uh, Three Mile Island accident. Off the coast of, I don't know, New York or somewhere around there. Along the eastern states. Oh, yep. We had a nuclear accident, but, I mean, didn't get out. Nobody got hurt, so. Yep. Yeah. Good thing about that. We won. <laughs> we did better. Yeah. All right. So we'll start off with, how does a nuclear reactor actually work? How does a nuclear reactor actually work, then? Because I didn't know. So fuel rods containing uranium pellets are placed inside a reactor core. When the uranium atom is hit with a neutron, it undergoes nuclear fission, which releases energy in the form of heat. This heat pr produced is transferred to a coolant, usually water, which absorbs the heat and turns it into steam. The steam is used to drive a turbine, which generates electricity by the turning a generator. The steam is then condensed down into water, back into water, and reused into reactor. Bingo. That's how it's done. Yep. Fuck coal. Fuck gas. <laughs> Let's just use nuclear power. That's what we need to do. Except when? have accidents. We don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> so the reactors were built, or they were building in between 1970 and 1977, with the first being put into operation in 1977. 1977? Yep. First reactor, you said? Yep. Okay. Just to make sure I'm... It sounds like that I'm listening. Yeah. So they started building the first reactor in 1970. 1970 started building the second one in 1972. Started building the third one in 1981. Started building the fourth one in 1983. Hmm. Okay. Yep. When the accident happened? 86. 86. Yep. Okay. So, years prior to the disaster, there was reports of safety violations, problems with the reactor design, and inadequate training. On 82, the first reactor started on fire. Oh, lovely. The fire was caused by a short circuit in a high-voltage cable in the turbine hall. Not too good, guys. Yeah, it caused damage to the reactor cooling system, and it took several months to fix. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Just when you want to hear in your nuclear reactor is <laughs> no fire. Shit. On 83, there was a meltdown at a different reactor in the Soviet Union. Oh, so a different reactor. Yep, not, not a this part, one. Not a part of the site. Okay. No. A different reactor in the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union. Yep. On 84, during a routine operation, one of the turbines was damaged. 
So shutdown procedures, and then they hit once you like shut it down. Mm-hmm. Well, shutdown procedures were not followed correctly, and it led to a steam buildup, which damaged the second reactor. Jeez. Yeah. It's like wow. No wonder this accident happened. Yeah. And every everybody's just doing everything wrong apparently. Yep. Construction wise, procedure wise. Yeah. I'd imagine they're probably understaffed. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's like it's a recipe for a nuclear disaster to yep. happen. Which so that was basically like all the bad things that happened before the big disaster. Okay, yeah. But so yeah, now on to April twenty fifth, one AM. Dun dun dun. Oh, nineteen six eighty six. My bad. Nineteen eighty six. One AM. The power at reactor four was being reduced for a safety test. Of course. Which also at the same time as a shutdown for maintenance. So they were shutting it down anyways. Right. <clears throat> April twenty fifth at two PM. Reactor 4's emergency cooling system is shut down as to not interfere with the test. But the testings and shutdowns are delayed for the region's power supply. Oh, people need power. Yeah. I mean. So then, April 25th, 1986, at 11.10 p.m., the crew receives permission to run the test. But at this point... The day shift's not in there anymore. It's the night shift. Okay. Who don't really know what the fuck what they're, they're doing. doing. Yeah. Shit. That's a bit of a downer. Yeah. This is why you need to have everybody trained on a job site. Yeah. Because you can't expect Nikolai to know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Or... Whoever the fuck is over there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a Russian name, but I didn't know what the hell. <laughs> um, so at 1229, or April 26th, 1229, or 1228 a.m., power plummets too far below the level at which the reactor is considered stable. stable. So they remove most of the control rods, but the power does not... Re- but the power does not rise enough due to Xeon buildup in the core, which is basically like... All that goddamn Xeon. Yeah, it's basically like crumb in there. Crumb? I mean, it's like a bad buildup. It's like... Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like food building up on a plate, basically. Right. Like, hard to rebuild up? Yeah. Yeah. Too much that's is bad. That's a good one. <laughs> yep, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here all night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then, yeah, at 1 a.m., April 26th, this is when start stuff to really happen. Shit gets real. Yeah, (laughs) shit gets real. (laughs) Power stabilized at a lower than preferred level, but the supervisor orders to proceed with the test. Automatic emergency shutdown systems and other safety systems are then turned off for the test. Okay. That's to, like, not interfere with the test. So make it less safe. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, one, so April 26, 1986. 
one twenty three and four seconds a.m. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> the test begins, and an unexpected power surge occurs. Thirty six seconds later, an operator presses the emergency shutdown button, but the control rods jam on their way out of the core. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Bad day. So, 18 seconds later, so it's still 1.23, but 58 seconds a.m. So this has all happened in less than a minute. Yeah, it's just really quick succession kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. The first explosion occurs, followed by at least one more. Oh, this is all in Reactor 4, too. Okay. The first explosion occurs, and it's followed by one more. It blows the thousand ton roof off the reactor and shoots a fireball high into the sky. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That would have been cool to see from like a f- like hundred kilometers away. <laughs> yeah, because I heard there's somebody, somebody's tail where they're like walking down the road and then I saw it and all they saw was this like beautiful bright blue light going fucking infinitely into space from the building. Oh, that would be so fucking cool oh, it was to see. blue? I heard it was, like, bluish. I figured green. Green? Yeah. For radiation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I actually, I saw something that says radiation is actually not green. Well, it's not. Like, it's, like, invisible. I mean, radiation doesn't really have a color. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, like, one radiation does, and I think it was, like, violet. But, like, you have to, like, I view mean, it under, like, a certain... Yeah, yeah it depends. I mean... When you have, you know, radioactive material, it's going to create energy. Energy is also going to put out light, you know, photons. And it depends on the chemical or whatever iso, iso, isotope that you have that's getting split, energy put off. It depends on... Yeah, God damn it, I'm going in circles. It depends on whichever element it gives off this certain kind of wavelength. Yeah. So like I don't know, hydrogen gives off like red, reddish color. I oh, think. I have no clue. Something like that. But yeah, it depends on the element. That are you talking about like when you throw them in the fire and it changes your fire colors? Sure, sure thing. <laughs> sure. It's no when the energy gets when fission happens. Yeah. It's blah, 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 it goes out, and then it'll create these photons. Yeah, because what I'm talking about, like, I know if you... I know. I think it's like if you pour throw salt... Throw shit in the fire. Yeah, you it's going to turn like salt. blue, green, yeah. purple. I think salt purple? is blue. Salt is blue? Or green. Or yellow. Or green. I don't know, I haven't done that. Or um, orange. I don't know. Christmas lights? Yeah. You do that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> it smells like shit. Probably. But... Because there was a town right beside it. Um, Pripyat? Yeah. Yeah. I know. That should have been in my notes. Wasn't in there? Must not have been. Nearby town? Yeah, but filled mostly of workers. Oh. Like in their families. Right. Workers and families. Yep. Was in like a few miles away? Oh, yeah. It was, it was like... Like 14 miles away or something like that. Oh, I was thinking less than that. Less than that? Nine miles? Find my other paper. There it is. Yeah, I forgot to put that on. Hmm. 
But yeah, it's pretty close by. Um, but yeah, just imagine you're up at that time just because you can't fall asleep, and all of a sudden you just see a giant fireball in the sky. <laughs> like a roof going in the yeah. air. Um, so yeah. Giant fireball in the sky and... Ten miles. Oh, ten miles, okay. Ten miles away. Huh. Yeah, not far at all. No. Uh, the plant loses power in the air, fills with dust and graphite chunks. And radiation begins to spew out. Um, dozens of fires start as walls and equipment begin to fall, including the top of the na- neighboring reactor. Oh, joy. Yeah, it falls off too. So at 12.28, so five minutes later, sorry, 1.28 a.m., firefighters arrive at the scene with no knowledge about the radiation, so oh, they're wearing boy. no protective clothing. So they're just, they're walking right into the yep. middle of stuff. And then at 2.15 a.m., the local Soviet officials have an emergency meeting to decide that no one is to take, is to leave or enter Pripyat. Oh, right there I put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, please show up to help out, or to help put up a roadblock with no knowledge of the radiation. So they're all getting a dose as well. Yeah. Um, at 5 a.m., officials shut down Reactor 3. Reactors 1 or 2 are shut down the following morning. Okay. But Reactor 3 is the one that the roof fell off of. So, yeah, I gotta shut that one down. Hard to keep that one going. Yeah. At 6.35, all the fires were put out except for the blaze in the reactor core, which ends up burning for a couple more days. Yeah. At 10 a.m., helicopters dump sand, clay, boron, lead, and dolomite, which is a rock, into the core in an attempt to slow down the radiation emissions. Okay. Oh, that's the next day, too. Sorry, April 27th. That happened. It's like a day later. Tomatoes tomorrow. Yeah, and then 2 p.m. April 27th, they begin to evacuate Pripyat. Pripyat. So they were there for a whole day. Yeah. All this stuff coming down around them. Didn't it, like, release, like, a million tons of radiation, radioactive material into the air? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's true. Hmm. All true. Everything I say is true. Yeah, it dumped out a lot of radiation, which... Yeah, I mean, obviously deadly for almost everybody that was around it. <laughs> for almost everything around it. <laughs> yeah. And going back to the firefighters, I just saw here, um, from eyewitness accounts, firefighters, at least one of them has experience where you get the whole tasting metal kind of idea oh, from yeah. radiation and then pins and needles. Yeah, that's what some of them got going in there cleaning all that shit up. It's pretty much like this one physicist who worked on the Manhattan Project who accidentally got a fatal dose of radiation poisoning and died in a few days later. No oh, shit. So I'm guessing that's somewhat what it would be like to be in that scenario, you know? Yeah. No idea what's happening, but you all feel this shit. But yeah, now they have which they they call like a sarcophagus around the reactor. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's basically like a large concrete and steel structure, hmm. like built around it to keep all the radiation in. 
Am I boring you? God, she's been yawning so <laughs> fucking much this episode. Not because of the material. This is exciting. <laughs> um, a new structure has been built called a new safe confinement. Okay. It is a movable structure that will that was built over the sarcophagus to erase to prevent radiation from escape escaping when they eventually dismantle the reactor. Okay. Because they still have plans to go in there and, like, take it apart. Oh. They just can't do it yet. Yeah. Because you can't go in there safely for, like, the next 10,000 years. Oh, that's what it is? I think it was, like, 100. 100 years? I mean, I don't actually know, but... It's, like, 10,000 or so. Oh, no, I meant, like, 100 years. That's why I asked. (laughs) And then you said 100,000. I said, like, a <laughs> hundred? You didn't say anything. So a like, hundred thousand? No. No, I think it is for, like, tens of thousands of years. Oh, damn. Like, not too high up. Not, like, 50,000, but, you know, you get the low-tier kind of radiation, like, 10,000. Yeah, which I doubt human civilization, so, yeah. No? No. Oh, we're going to kill ourselves anyway? No, something will come out and kill us. Something will come out and kill yeah, us? Everything for Chernobyl. That's right. They're getting radiation right now. <laughs> out of fishes. Out of fishes? Which, they said that, like, the animal life had been sh- striving there for a while. Striving or thriving? Thriving. Sorry. No. Yeah. Just because there's no humans around there anymore? Yeah, there's no humans, and then they've slowly adapted to the kind of radiation there. I mean, obviously, there's going to be, like, some mutations and all that. Like, I think the trees. There's some trees that are, like, permanently red or something like that. Hmm. Or some different kind of color to them. Yeah. Because of the radiation, but still growing. Hmm. Growing strong. There's probably fish with three eyes, like from uh, the The local lakes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have a fish with three eyes. Hmm. I never watched The Simpsons. Me neither. I just know about that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, people aren't allowed within 10 miles or so of the Chernobyl. Yeah, there's, like, a restrictive, yeah. like, zone that's around the Chernobyl area. Yeah, I don't know how much radiation is still spewing off, but... Yeah. I don't know if you want to keep a timeline or do you want to talk about how radiation poisoning goes? No, we can go to radiation. I'm out, I'm out of timeline, so. Are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, radiation poisoning. Um, it's interesting because you can get, like, some symptoms. It depends on how the radiation is. Radiation. Radiation poisoning goes either mild or you can get that severe. Mm. Matters how strong you are. Willpower, man. Yes, willpower is <laughs> how you defeat your radiation. <laughs> so, acute radiation syndrome is proper term for it. Uh, the mild sense, you can get like some symptoms like right away. Then you'll go like hours or days before you feel any worse. Mm-hmm. Any other symptoms. Uh, severely, you can get them and then go without symptoms for like days or weeks before it finally really hits you. But mild symptoms, 
or severe, I guess, involve nausea, vomiting, you know, diarrhea, headache, <laughs> fever, dizziness, disorientation. Um, I don't need to be irritated for the last one. I get that all the time anyway. Weakness, fatigue, I get that too. Hair loss, I don't have that. This is a lot of stuff I don't have. I don't know why I'm talking about that. That sounds like a bleeding extreme except for the hair loss. <laughs> sounds what? A bleeding extreme. Oh, bleeding extreme. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Does a bloody vomit in stools <laughs> a bleeding um, extreme? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Infections. Uh, low blood pressure. So... Yeah, some of those obviously seem a lot like, you know, fever, like when you're just sick. Yeah. But then if it's a severe dose, you obviously get that internal bleeding, the bloody vomit, bloody stools. And the thing is, the worst parts about radiation getting hit by it is that it really badly affects your bone marrow oh, yeah, and your gastrointestinal tract. Like your digestive stuff, yeah. your intestines and all that. And that's how actually most people die from radiation poisoning is gastrointestinal stuff is, you know, all that stuff that depends off infections like bacterial and viral infections. It, it, radiation just gets rid of it and you die from infection. Not the actual radiation as much. Hmm. But yeah, there's all that lovely stuff to look forward to if you go near radiation not planning on it. No? You don't want to? No. <laughs> Stand by my microwave every day, don't you? Well. It's kind of radiation in a way. So, yeah. <laughs> One question on the internet is, is radiation contagious person to person? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. It's not. Don't get so close it's to me. It's not. <laughs> You're giving me radiation. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, so you guess Chernobyl. Yep, you got any facts or? I do. I do? So, I thought this was pretty cool. And, of course, keeping in theme with radiation. Yep. Did you know that all of the American flags that are planted on the moon are now white? Because the radiation from the sun turned them that way. Huh. That's weird because there are no flags on the moon. Are you are you gonna try and go where I think you're gonna go? Yeah, we never made it there. Oh really? Not when we said we did at least. When did we get there? Probably a few years after, like ten, twenty years after. You think so? Yeah. So we were there. Maybe. Okay. Definitely so, not in 1969. But still there to plant a flag, though. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. No, I do not. Okay. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> It'll be an episode we'll have to do one day. Conspiracy theories? The moon, the moon landing. landing. Yeah. Oh. 2000 Space Odyssey. I've never seen it. Never seen it? No. 
I've tried it once, but neither have I, actually. <laughs> I need to watch it, but Yeah, same. It's a classic. Classic. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Nice. It's the director. Figured that. So mine's on theme too. Uh some counter or granite countertops and some ceramic tiles contain traces of uranium and thorium. Very which nice. both give off radiation. I'm guessing. I know yeah. uranium does. I'm guessing very low amounts. I hope to God so. Well, I mean, enough to probably match the environment that's the yeah. environment that's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything gets off radiation. Basically, your phones do, microwaves do. Yeah, all this equipment in front of us does, including the fridge, TV. There's a fridge in here. Yeah, don't you see it? <laughs> oh my God, am I seeing a fridge? Are you not seeing the fridge? How much radiation is going on in this room right yeah. now? <laughs> Bananas give off radiation. You'll die of the overdose of potassium before the radiation <laughs> yeah. gets you, though. Just to make it clear to all y'all. Yeah, and it's like a lot of bananas you have to sit, eat in one sitting too uh, it'd be too much bananas I won't ever eat one so I'm in the clear oh me too I hate bananas yep add it to the list of fruits you hate <laughs> just write down fruit <laughs> you know what you like green except apples. For apples except for apples apples you don't like strawberries no. you don't like oranges I know that no, you don't like oranges. You don't like pineapple. You don't like peaches. I like cherries dipped in alcohol. Oh yeah, but I have to be really drunk to eat them too. So okay, so if we dip something in alcohol, will you eat them? <laughs> no, unless if I'm really drunk. Okay. 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 What about apples? No, I'll eat them plain. Okay. With no skin. No skin. Yeah, I don't like the skin. Okay. Some bare butt apples. Some what? Bare butt apples. Never heard of those. I don't know. It's just a term no. I made up right now. <laughs> it's apples without its clothing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, this is us. Yeah. Go follow us on uh, Instagram. Yep. Um, Twitter. On Twitter. Yep. That's right. Go uh, email us. You can contact us through our link tree. On yep. Instagram, Instagram or Twitter. Okay. I was trying to decide yep. in my brain where you can find that stuff. But you yep. can find it there. Yeah. And any we'll... suggestions, any ideas, or if you just maybe want to talk to us. Yeah. Speak if... up. If you had an episode you think we should do, hit us up. We'll definitely look into it. We will look into it, and we will decide, we will proliferate, and then maybe do it. I'm sorry, when you said proliferate, all that came to my head was procreate. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not procreating with you. <laughs> well, ready for the beer? Yeah. Yep, I'll do that.